Um, let me tell you about uh, Jace Medical and the, look, the shortages that have been really hitting us uh, lately. You know about this over the past few years and, and over the past few months even. I, you never thought this was going to happen in America. And if you happen to be someone who has a family that they care about and, uh, you know, you don't know in, in a situation where you just need basic medications, whether they're going to be around anymore. I mean, you don't, you think about this as a problem that like North Korea deals with, not not the United States of America. But the Jace case can help you with this. It's a personalized emergency kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings. They've got all sorts of stuff you can do to customize this. And you can buy a gift card for a loved one just so they can get uh, set up as well. Do this for yourself and for your family. It's jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com. The code is back for a discount at your checkout, J-A-S-E medical.com. Pat and Stu today for Glenn. His voice gave away uh, gave away yesterday, so uh, we're filling in today. Hopefully, he's back tomorrow. Meantime, uh, the border is secure, and uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh my gosh, airtight, airtight. In oh, fact, wow. in fact, air stops at the Texas border. You can't get air there. Is this the yeah. same thing they did with COVID with the plexiglass, or what happened exactly? I, we can't. It's classified. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's classified. We can't talk about it, but we will uh, in one minute. <laughs> Sometimes the answer to the problem you're facing in life is staring you right in the face, and you either didn't notice it or you've been ignoring it. If you're one of those people living with pain, you might have gotten to the point where you just accepted that this is how life is. Well, that doesn't have to be. It really doesn't. Uh, The answer may well be right in front of you as it was for Glenn back in the day when Relief Factor helped him get his life back. And it could work for you, too. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight pain by fighting inflammation. It's 100% drug-free, and it was developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. For a million people, more than a million people now, have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit, and 70% of them have gone on to order it again. It's working for them. It can work for you, too. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week Quick Start Kit. It's only $19.95, and it comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So why not give it a try? Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. When you feel the difference, you know it works with Relief Factor. So border secure? The border. I the border is have, secure. I have a whole list of topics right here uh-huh. uh, that I just wrote down. Stuff that we were going to talk about today. Make sure we got to. Okay. I didn't even write down the border being secure. You didn't. 
I, I don't know how I missed this story. Yeah, how did you? Because my understanding either. of it, it was a crisis. Like we have no. millions of people pouring across the border every year. Uh, it has been, it's as bad as it's ever been. Right. Uh, you know, a lot no. of these people are coming across, uh, you know, and claiming asylum. We've an asylum problem. Some of these people mm-hmm. are coming across committing crimes, violent crimes. Mm-hmm. A, a murder happened recently in Georgia we were talking about. And, but you're saying now it's secure? Well, I mean, you're showing your xenophobia there. Okay. Your racist xenophobia. Oh. You know. Wow. Uh, I don't want to show that. Because, no, you don't. Even if I have it, I don't don't want to show it. Right. I don't want to reveal that. It's understandable. But you just did for some (sighs) reason. Darn it! And I think it's despicable because, uh, well, KJP was asked yesterday uh, about, for instance, why the Border Patrol Union is going to join Donald Trump tomorrow on the border, but not Joe Biden. Uh, Is there anything new that you can share about the president's visit to the border on Thursday? Does he have any plans to announce any executive actions? So I don't have anything to, I'm not going to get ahead of the president, don't have anything to to, uh, announce at this time. We've we've spoken to executive actions. I've spoken to that many times. Uh, We think the bottom line is the way to have dealt with this uh, border, the challenge Mm -hmm. that we see at the border, what we see with this immigration, a broken immigration system that has been broken for decades, (laughs) is if we, if... Republicans have moved forward yeah, uh, with um, uh, with the bipartisan deal that came mm-hmm. out of the Senate. But instead of doing that, instead Donald of that, Trump, listen to Donald word. Trump, the former president, uh-huh. and they made it about politics. They did not right. make it about an issue that majority of Americans care about. Oh, well, that's interesting because the majority of Americans very much care about the border right mm-hmm. now, and they've only been awakened to it. Really, in the last couple of years since Greg Abbott, Texas's governor, started sending people across the country to let them understand what's going on here at the border. And by the way, here's you know a few thousand people for you to deal with up there. This is what we deal with every day. Welcome to it. Uh, you like it? And you know what the answer is? No, we don't. We don't like it in the Northeast. Hmm. We don't, they don't like it at Martha's Vineyard. They don't like it in New York City. They don't like it here or there. They don't like it anywhere. <laughs> uh, it's true. They, yeah. they seem to be very upset about it. In fact, you know, uh, Eric Adams is now saying they need to change the sanctuary city law. Yeah, how about that? Which is fascinating after Isn't he it? ran on a platform that said we will continue to be, be a sanctuary city and will always be welcome welcoming to immigrants uh, coming into mm-hmm. the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess now he's a racist. <laughs> I think that's how this is supposed to work. And I, I was told, so. by the way, all the things that were in the bipartisan border deal were racist as of like six months ago or yeah. three months ago. And now all of a sudden they just can't get the Republicans to care about the border. Yeah, even though that's really? all we've we been talking about for, tw- for I, years. I mean, I've known Pat Gray for how many years now? Tw- around 20 years. Yeah. And I don't know that I've ever heard you talk about anything other than the border, <laughs> with the possible exception of Foreigner being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Which I've also finally accomplished. Yeah, you have. Yes, yeah, I, it, it took well, a long they're not in the Hall of Fame yet, but at least they got nominated. They did get nominated. So we got them to the starting line, I think. Now it's up to everybody else to get other them than across that, the finish line. I mean, I kind of, no, no offense to Foreigner, kind uh-huh. of wish you worked on the border <laughs> thing a little harder. You know, Because right. I, I, that one's more important right. to me. But it is, a, it is an interesting... <laughs> I, like, is there 
anyone, and I know when you say this, you're talking about a country of 330 million people, Pat. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people with all sorts of different backgrounds, different education levels, different levels of common sense, some of those very low. Mm-hmm. But is there anyone in America who believes the rationale they're trying to push right now that actually the truth is joe biden is really tough on the border he wants to shut it down but republicans won't let him what what individual person is there out there that could possibly believe such a scenario it's so completely insane preposterous he's been saying the opposite from the i mean and doing the opposite and doing the opposite he ran for president saying he would undo all the things that President Trump had done on the border to which secure the border. Which he did on day one. Which he did. Mm-hmm. This has happened. It's gone out of control under his watch. But what is really true is the whole time he was really tough and was just waiting for a bill that he didn't propose until year four of his presidency. Like, mm-hmm. what idiot could possibly believe this? And yet, I don't know. I Maybe 30% of the country believes it. I don't know. Probably. KJP clearly believes it. Yeah. I will ask, and I had one... One question for you, and I, I don't know, I don't know if there's anyone else I would ask this about, but for Corinne Jean-Pierre, at one point she says she spoke to the executive actions, uh, spoke to executive actions multiple times before. Mm-hmm. Does she think executive actions is a person? It's possible with her, <laughs> she thinks she actually spoke to a person called executive actions. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm concerned she thinks that's a real person, because she's always yeah. just, she isn't, I mean, she's just reading this stuff. Does mm-hmm. she believe that, like, if someone says, hey, can you ask executive actions uh, what he wants for lunch, will she go try to find him? Is that what would happen here? I think so, because okay. she said she spoke to him multiple times. <laughs> she did say she spoke. And, I, and normally I would say, oh, it's just kind of a turn of phrase, maybe awkward <laughs> awkward wording. With her, I think she might think she actually spoke she might. to the person. She might. Uh, cut seven. She talks about speaking about or to executive actions. Brandon Judd, the president of the National Border Patrol Council, uh, the main union for the Border Patrol agents, will actually be joining Donald Trump on Thursday. No, that was the um, for him. last time. That was six, at least on my list. Is there oh, okay. not a seven no, on, on we, my list? We have a, a Pat Gray list and yeah. a Glenn Beck program list, and I yeah. believe you're, and Pat, I thought, you're going to But I'm using, Beck. I'm going off the Glenn Beck program list i okay. i thought but. chair about the president's visit to the border on thursday does he have any plans to announce any executive actions so i don't have anything to yeah, i'm not going to get ahead of the president okay. don't never mind she doesn't have anything she doesn't on have that. Anything. well but she spoke it's to about 90 percent of the issues lately she doesn't have anything on that because Wait. they don't include her right like why would but you she's an idiot aren't you the white house spokesperson shouldn't you have something on something we're asking you about no, they don't tell her anything because they, they know if she if she actually has to talk about something important, she'll screw it up. So what they do mm-hmm. is they give her the basic, most limited information possible. Yeah, uh, and they make her read it every word. Yeah, when it when she does have that basic information, and then if she if it's not on her one page list of five things she's allowed to say, she just refers people to different departments. And you've seen this. I mean, look, it's legitimately embarrassing when there is a where's an actual. Uh, moment where they need clarity, where they are up against the ropes a little bit, they just bring in a white guy to stand next to her and answer all the questions. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's really sad. It's yeah. sad because it she's is. in a job she has no capability of doing. Uh, zero, that's for sure. And she's been doing it for quite a while now. Yeah. So we're going on a year and a half. Usually they switch them out. 
when it, it, especially when yeah. it's this bad. When it's this bad, usually, yeah. Uh, now, but again, and like, look at the results of this. The, the Biden approval rating is in the mid thirties. Yeah, this has not, not worked, and no. they're so invested in the diversity hires that they will just keep her out there. And look, there are plenty of capable women of color, Pat, that can do this job. She's just not, not one, one of, them. of them. Right. She was a mistake from the beginning. She was a plot put in place by Jen Psaki to make Jen Psaki look good in retrospect. That was, <laughs> that is what Corinne Jean- Well, that Pierre part is. worked. It, that, it, that it does. Worked. Like, I, I'm like, I actually, Jen Psaki was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't think she was very good. No. But now I think she was like kind of like a magician. <laughs> she could speak looking at people. She, she could read what was in front of her. She could read. Yeah. She could actually make points. She had a few I, things going for her. Again, they weren't good points. And but they she were lied points. every day just like uh, KJP does. But at least she was better at lying yes. than KJP mm-hmm. is. Agreed. Uh, also, John Kirby, Cut 8, was asked about executive orders at the border. Speaker Johnson oh, came time out to bring in the white guy. As he said before, yep. that you know, southern border has to be addressed before um, before Ukraine aided funding. Um, they are saying that this shouldn't be done legislatively. More so that it should be done by rolling back executive orders or changing it from an executive perspective. Uh, is that part of these discussions? And is the White House ruling out? He's listening to the question. Undoing some of the executive orders from the administration. I'd say a couple of things. First, the president has taken executive action. At What's the he doing now? And, he's, and he, yes, he has. will continue to do so as appropriate and within the bounds of the law. He's also said. Yeah, uh-huh. that in order to make the changes, the fixes to border security, you got to have new legislation. Okay. Now, so he has taken executive action. He did that on day one. Yeah, by All reversing. <laughs> to keep the border open. Exact opposite of what they needed. Yeah. But again, outside of the point, and I know this is not the point of this, but it's like, well, how did he do that? Well, he uh, he answered the question. He listened to the question. Yes. He then answered the question. At yes. no point did he look down at a piece of paper to read his response. He looked the person in the eye and yeah. continued to speak. You know why? Because he has basic knowledge of what he's talking about. Is he some sort of genius? No. <laughs> I don't think that was a genius answer. He did give their BS explanation relatively competently. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's embarrassing. Like, they're like, oh, oh, this is a tough question. Let's bring in the straight white male to answer it. Like, wh- is mm-hmm. that is that diversity? No, it isn't. It's not. It's embarrassing. No, it isn't. I, I Like, I, there have got to be... A hundred people working in the Democratic Party that are, are are women of color that could do that job better than than Corinne Jean Pierre. A no thousand, question. maybe. No question. And yet they just keep trotting her out there because they don't want to admit the mistake, right? They don't, yeah. They don't want to say, "Oh God, this was a mistake." And his point on the border is embarrassing. I mean, like, yes, they did a lot of executive orders on day one to and they mess all hurt this the up. situation. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. They, they all made it worse. Every single one of them. Incredible. Incredible. And he was proud of those actions, by the way. Yep. At the time. Now that everybody understands it's a crisis, it's a catastrophe, it's an invasion, now they're trying to say, oh, we just can't get Republicans on board with us. We are trying desperately to secure that border. He stood on the debate stage and invited people to come. Yeah. He said, we will welcome you with open arms. And they have. And they have. Ever since. Ever since. I mean, just since he's been in office, the actual... The conservative number is 8 million border crossings that the Border Patrol has has uh, encountered. 8 million. It's anywhere from 6 to 10 million. 
and now they seem to have settled on eight million in the last three and a half years. Well, it was two and a half million the entire Donald Trump presidency. It's so much worse than when Donald Trump was in office. And they keep acting like all of this is on him. And like, we, he's the one who screwed this up, not us. Right. And we all know, of course, that, you know, Trump didn't even get all the things he wanted to get done right. through. Like, right. he was, you know, the wall obviously is a big part of that. But, like, a lot of it was just tone, right? Yeah. Donald Trump yes. was very clear, you are not allowed to come. And that signal being sent to Central mm-hmm. America and it Mexico helped. and South America helped an awful lot to just make it better. Some mm-hmm. of the, some of it was policy-based uh, with Trump, but it wasn't all. I mean, I, and this happened almost immediately when he became president because he just kept saying, don't come. That was it. Yep. Don't come. Come if you are legal. Don't come if you are not. Quite simple. Quite simple. (laughs) It really is. All right. 888-727-BECK. More coming up in a minute. Now, the day may come when you have to defend yourself or your family with lethal force. This, of course, sadly, just happens sometimes. It's your right as an American to do so and your God-given responsibility to your family to protect them. Um, Of course, we are incredibly pro-Second Amendment. uh, And that is, you know, that right is vital and should never go away that being said not every emergency situation you're going to come across necessarily calls for doing this right for one thing you know you probably will go to jail you know even if you're totally innocent uh and they will make your life a living hell that's probably true and beyond that you will have injured or killed someone and that's not easy to deal with even if it was justified for situations that fall in that middle ground and there's a lot of them most of them honestly there's the burna launcher uh, government agencies and police departments all over the country rely on Berna every day as their go-to less lethal option. Works for them, and it will work for you, too. Sometimes an emergency situation is going to force you to choose between life and death, but that isn't every situation. And remember, once a bullet leaves your gun, you can't take it back. With Berna, your safety comes at a lower price. Berna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. These things are really, really cool. And just a great, great idea, and they've done a great job putting these things together. Visit Berna.com slash Glenn, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Get an exclusive 10% discount right now with Berna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. 10 seconds, station ID. Pat and Stu for Glenn. Today, uh, Stu, you mentioned a few minutes ago the fact that Eric Adams is now calling for the sanctuary city law to be changed. Here he is talking about that. Now, we, the overwhelming number of migrants and asylum seekers that are here, they want, to, they want to run. I still don't understand why the federal government is not allowing them to run. They need to have the right to run like all of us that have come to this country have the ability to do so. But those small numbers that are committing crimes, we need to modify the, uh, the sanctuary of the city law. And if you commit a felony, a violent act, we should be able to turn you over to ICE and have you deported. It is a right to live in this city, and you should be responsible for the city. That's a little jump But if you could make it out, he says the acoustics he, weren't great there. Yeah, yeah. But. right. He he was uh, he, he was talking about the sanctuary city law though, and says that hey, like we need to modify the sanctuary city law. And you think to yourself, okay, incredible. Maybe, maybe he gets this a little bit now after after seeing this. Yeah. But I mean, does he, Pat? Because yeah. the, what he says there is something that is so blatantly obvious to literally everyone on earth. He's saying, 
if you're an illegal immigrant <laughs> and you cross the border and you go to New York City and there you are con- you are convicted of a felony mm-hmm. or char- I think it's charged I think he says charged with a felony or violent crime at that point you can be turned over to uh to uh the border uh patrol and such uh, and be uh, uh deported so he's not even like Man. that's not really like that should did i mean i think people who support sanctuary city laws think that's already happening if you if you get charged with rape mm-hmm. at that point yeah we'll turn you over to authorities well i mean yeah and that's not a controversial border issue that's something that i think I mean, legitimately put a number on this, Pat. 90% of the U.S. population would agree with if you are have a felony and you're an illegal immigrant, you get deported. It's at 90, 95%? I think so, yeah. It's not It's I not a controversial so. issue unless no. you happen to be a Democrat in one of these big cities. Like, I mean, and not even a, a normal Democrat living in the city. I mean, someone who's serving in government. This is not a controversial issue plan here he's not even asking for anything in fact he doesn't even really understand the issue yet (laughs) which is incredible he doesn't even understand i think you're right he he doesn't he's got some comprehension of it but he he's not there he's just not that where he needs to be uh and this is happening all over the country i mean have you seen what shape chicago is in (laughs) where where you've got illegals by the hundreds living at the airport living in police precincts, living in tent cities out on the sidewalk. Well, that's happening in every major city in America now. I mean, there's really nowhere you can't see the blight of illegal immigration. What's What that's causing to our country right now. How is it possible that you don't fully understand this issue yet? And it's going to be interesting to see what Biden does about this because if it continue, like I think the most likely scenario, if he does nothing, is that it gets much worse because people, mm-hmm. especially if Trump is leading, if they think Trump is coming back into office, this border is going to be overrun before January. Oh yeah, they're going to do everything oh, they yeah. can to get here because it's going to be their last chance for a while, and so it could get really ugly. And I think sure Biden, could. I will not be surprised if Biden tries to do something on the surface to to quell this problem so he could say he did something people think but. he's going to maybe do something like that before the uh the state of the union address yeah. so he can blame republicans i had to take this action myself because i can't re- get republicans to move on this right. wouldn't be surprised at all triple eight seven two seven beck more patents stew for glenn coming up glenn beck so this is going to take a little bit of your time not much but just a little bit. In the end, it's probably going to save you a ton of money. And even better, it means supporting a company that believes in the same values you do. Do your own homework, of course, but consider making the switch to Patriot Mobile. Check them out and see if I'm right, because we've been talking about Patriot Mobile for a long time, and Patriot Mobile has a really clear mission statement. It is, quote, to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. I mean, that's the kind of business I can get behind. That's not, you're not talking about Bud Light or Disney there. This is, this is a lot different. On top of having everything you could possibly want in a mobile phone plan on one of the uh, three major networks, Patriot Mobile doesn't send your hard-earned money to aid 
in the destruction of America, which seems like a really low hurdle to clear, but they, they clear it easily. You get the same nationwide service while supporting a company that loves America. They have affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage, and top-notch U.S.-based customer service. So go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. You can get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. Join us. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. And don't forget to use the promo code Glenn for $20 off your subscription at BlazeTV.com. Pat Gray Stuper Gear for Glenn today. 888-727-BECK. Stu is just telling me I've I've chosen to focus on the negatives here on the border. Yeah. When surely there's so many positive things happening. Well, I mean, if you want border. to paint uh-huh. this as some sort of problem, you can yeah. do that. You can cherry pick data. <laughs> okay. You can yeah. you can manipulate the truth and uh, try to make the border look like it's a problem, but if okay. you can only do that if you don't focus on the positives. Uh, and the positives are, oh, of course. Uh, well, numerous. You're going to enlighten us, I'm sure. Of course. And I, right. I could sit here all day and give you the positives of what's going on in our border. But let could me just you? focus on this one, one uh, little thing here. All right. Which is Venezuela's violent deaths have fallen to a 22-year low. Wow. Yeah! Venezuela! It's great. I mean, this is the type of thing... So because all their killers have come here is what you're saying well (laughs) yes yes that's exactly what i'm saying venezuela's this is amazing venezuela's Uh rate of violent deaths dropped to its lowest level in more than two decades according to bloomberg following Hmm. years of massive migration (laughs) as both criminals and victims Good. fled the nation's economic crisis. Oh, that's wonderful. And where did they go? Uh, we here. Here. Yeah, they came here. So the criminals and the victims are all leaving so Venezuela. So, hey, no one's getting murdered in Venezuela anymore. Great. We're the land of criminal opportunity. <laughs> we really are. What a great place. We're, we're really now. Is it great? We're knocking this one out of the park, everybody. Yeah. And look, it is a great. I hate this. I, it, it is a great place. It is. It's the reason why so many people want to come here. And I'm happy that a lot of people want to come here. That doesn't mean they all get to come. No, right. Especially the Venezuelan Jeez. gang leaders. Man. <laughs> Incredible. And of course, we've, just, we've been talking about this murder uh, that has a lot to do with Venezuela here over the past uh-huh. uh, you know, week or so. But it's just one of, of so many things going on uh, with our border. And the only reason there's any attention to it at all is because it looks like a real vulnerability for joe biden getting reelected. Mm-hmm. it's the only reason the media is talking about it at all this has been going on the, his entire presidency yes it's mm-hmm. getting slightly worse now uh, but that's to be expected when you let terrible policies go on for this long and you've not just let them you've created them you created the exactly. terrible policies mm-hmm. that have incentivized all of these things to continue to happen and happen much worse, you know, they keep making the excuse that the border's been broken for a long Immigration policy's been broken. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But you've made it far worse, far worse than it's ever been. Yes, we have illegals in this country and have had for decades. There's no doubt about that. When, it, when I worked in Houston, 
they used to use, like, when I first got there, they used the number of 11 million illegals in this country that are already crossed and we're already living here. And what are we going to do with the 11 million? That's the same figure they use today, despite the fact that <laughs> millions every year have crossed the border since then. And it's probably more like 30 or 40 million who are here. But the first thing, and I, I don't even like to hear about, oh, well, immigration policy is broken. We need to fix it. No, what you need to do is secure the border. Start there. Then we can worry about all the other things. But fix the border, the porous border. Close it. Stop it to illegals and to drug trade, uh, human trafficking, drug trafficking. You name it, it's going on at the border. Put a stop to that. And then we can talk about what to do with all the illegals that are here now. Do the dreamers have a path to citizenship? You can talk about all that. Yeah. But I don't want to hear about it right now. It's just, you know, fix the leak first, and then, you know, then you can worry about the rest of it. It it clearly doesn't make any sense, honestly. Um, You know, if you go back, and and you mentioned that there has been a problem for a long time, and it's true. There has been a problem for a long time Mm -hmm. on the border. I mean, going, look, I'm looking at the, uh, you know, the uh, apprehensions chart here over the past few years, and... December is a good example. Let's go just to December. Was that 302,000? Uh, well, yeah, 302,000 in 2023. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's high, Pat. <laughs> is it? That's high. Huh. That's like, oh, that's like, like high. Like it's highest higher than ever. You, higher high. than you'd want it. Hi, higher than you'd want it, I would say. Um, so, mm-hmm. To give you a, just an idea as to how high this would be, here we go. This is going to go back in time with you. Okay. 302,000 in 2023. Uh, well, I mean, it's technically the fiscal year of 2024, December. Um, 302,000. Previous year, 252,000. That's Biden. Really, really bad. 179,000 the year before that. That's really, really bad. Also Biden. Mm-hmm. The year before that, 73,000. That's bad. I mean, I, that's a problem. That's a problem. But it sounds like but a magnificent Magnificent problem to have problem at, at the time. Uh, yeah, but let's keep going back in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- fiscal year 2019, 60,000. Uh, 2018, 40,000. 2017, wow. 58,000. Uh, 2016, 48,000. 2015, 34,000. 2014, 36,000. Again, wow. this is not even... This level of problem isn't even a Democrat problem. You know I'm critical of Democrats, as are you, Pat, as is probably most of the audience. Mm-hmm. But it's not even, to, when you're talking about a, pres, a, a, a problem at this level, it's not even a Democrat problem. It is a Joe Biden problem. Mm-hmm. Even Barack Obama was much, much better at handling this issue than Joe Biden is. To the point of, I mean, 10x, right? Like 10 times as many people in December of twenty uh, fiscal year 2024 crossed the border than did in fiscal year 20, uh, 2015. Ten times. Mm. Ten times. Is that that's just in a month though, right? In a month. Yeah, in one month. Ten times. Yeah, I mean, you look at the. I mean, we can do the annual numbers too if you want. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> they're even more embarrassing. Look, uh, 2015, 444,000. 2016, 553,000. 2017, 415,000. All of these numbers are totally unacceptable, unacceptable. right? This is this is not like mm. I'm praising the border handling right. here. Right. It's terrible. Uh, 2018, 521,000. 2019, 977,000. Way too high, and that's Donald Trump. 
I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm not I'm yeah. not trying to to say this has been good. However, Joe Biden is in uh, one point part of that year. Uh, if I'm remembering this right, part of that year was Biden too. That one mm-hmm. jumped to nine seventy seven. But it, when he has the full control, one point seven three four million in twenty twenty one, two point three seven eight million in twenty twenty two, and two point four seven five million in twenty twenty three. And we're at a million already, and it's just January when you're talking about fiscal year. So it's basically four <sighs> months. We're already uh, at January at pay on pace right now for about three million wow catastrophic yeah catastrophic yeah and they say that they have been tough on the border that they have been successful in stopping the flow at the border when nothing could be further from the truth no and as anyone who knows about this stuff will tell you we're only talking about border encounters these are not the people we don't know about yeah these are just people they actually came in in contact with the old number that they cited from the Border Patrol was that they encountered about one in three. I, I don't know that they use that stat anymore, but that means three times as many people as they encountered actually came across the border. <laughs> That's an incredible statistic. If you're talking about 2.4 million, you multiply that by three. Wow. That's it's frightening. It's frightening. And mm-hmm. it's completely out of control. And it's completely unacceptable. And we haven't. We haven't fixed it, have not fixed it. That's why, I mean, 53% of Americans, this is the first time in history when the, the majority of Americans are in favor of building a wall at the border. It just passed Incredible. 53% now of Americans say, yes, we need a border wall. Build it. Wow. Well, that's, that's new. Yeah. Why is that happening? It's always been... Because it got so bad. That's yeah, why. Exactly. It gets to the point where you can't deny the, the problem. But of course, we've been told it's the racist solution for so mm-hmm. long that it's only 53%. That number should be 80%. It should. You know, uh, there's always going to be some people who are opposed to it. And look, it's not... Even that won't solve the problem, but it would make a massive difference. It would help a lot. It would. It would make a big, big difference. And uh, it's a pretty relatively simple solution Mm -hmm. this is not like you have to come up with tons and tons you know hundreds of thousands of border troops like you know this this does the job yeah it does it uh, does mostly uh yes it eliminates 90 to 95 percent of the problem it's not going to do 100 percent no but where they've put effective border barriers uh not just in the united states but in israel too where where there's effective border barriers egypt and egypt on the border with gaza nobody crosses that border crosses why it's too hard. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts and you likely will get shot in that scenario yeah. if you do anything. I yeah. will say that like it, you know, a, a huge part of this problem that needs to be dealt with if we're actually going to get serious about this is the asylum issue. Now, part there were some parts of that bipartisan border bill that tried to address it but weakly and and mm-hmm. ineffectively. But if you did address the asylum issue because the problem with with a border wall right now is that a big chunk of these three million people we're talking about are coming right to the the normal border crossings, not trying to cross over a river. They're coming; mm-hmm. uh, they are crossing a river, but it's going over a, a bridge, and they're walking across the bridge and they're saying, "Hi, I'm here for asylum," and then they're just led into the country. The, a border wall doesn't stop those people, and that is really the majority of what we're dealing with right now. Now, that doesn't mean you don't build a border wall. You do need a border wall, but you need to deal with that asylum issue as well. 
Not to mention, uh, we still have people who are coming in here on tourist visas and all these other things and overstaying these visas. There's all sorts mm-hmm. of different Lots problems. Of problems. But you could knock out a massive chunk Good. of this if you did the wall they and won't. fix the asylum part. Yeah. Will they under Trump and a Republican uh, I don't know. regime? I, 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 will I say, hope so. I will say I this. So. You know, it's going to be hard because right now you have a sort of a unique opportunity, which is... Biden is so desperate he may actually sign something. If mm-hmm. you could negotiate a deal that was actually good, it might be worth doing. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. I don't think it's crazy to negotiate right now to try to get something really good because Biden's desperate. And the point is when Trump gets in there, the Democrats will make the same calculation Republicans are making now, which is, look, it's only going to help Donald Trump if we fix this problem. Let's keep him miserable. Right? So they'll never agree to mm-hmm. what Donald Trump wants on the border. When you're talking about, pa- you're never going to get past 60, unless you get 60 plus senators that are Republicans, which you're not going to get this cycle because they blew a bunch of seats last cycle. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to get to 60 and you're not going to be able to get one of these things through. So it would be worth going for something here if you could get it. But what they tried to go for sucked. Yeah. It wouldn't have solved the problem Which is at why all. The Republicans aren't on board with this bill because right. it's a bad bill. All right, triple eight seven two seven Beck. All right, American financing is here. Let me ask you something: How worried are you about your upcoming credit card bills? Has it got you up at night? You know, because look, the economy's been out of control, and these rates have gone up so much. Your credit card rates have probably gone up as well. There's no better time to wipe out those credit card debts than right now. Interest rates have come down a little bit, and right now American Financing can help you access the equity in your home at an interest rate in the fives. All it takes is a 10-minute call to 800-906-2440. They never charge any upfront or hidden fees, and that's just one of the many reasons why they have over 7,200 Google reviews and a 4.7 star rating. Uh, We've been doing business with American Financing for years and had great experiences with them. They've helped thousands of people save real money. So the question you need to ask yourself is, could you be the next person they help on the journey toward a more stable financial house? There's only one way to find out. Don't wait around for things to get better on their own. Call American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program. We'll be right back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, You know, the Michigan primary doesn't seem like it got that much publicity right you hear didn't hear much about it because honestly the primary has been a bore fest pat yes this has been a a big fat letdown it's like remember those super bowls in like the 80s yes where like every one of them was terrible i feel like poor john elway would be in a super bowl and they'd they'd Mm -hmm. lose like you know you know it would be it would be a blowout in the first half Mm -hmm. and like it would just not be interesting and all these people paid millions of dollars for super bowl commercials that no one watched in the fourth quarter right 
that's what it, this thing feels like. It's yeah. really a bit of bore in comparison to what you might have thought it would be going in. Well, Trump won the Michigan primary 68 to 27 percent. Um, so I'm sure the headline on the uh, liberal media is, not everybody wants Donald Trump. Right, right. The Republicans don't even like him, some of them. Okay, 68, 27. He won by 41 points. Meanwhile, on the Democrat side, people are saying this is a real problem for Joe Biden because he only got 81% of the vote. Right. right. And I mean, he's virtually unopposed. Yes. And he got 81% of the vote. And who he, who he lost to, or, or who he lost these votes to, was not even one of the other candidates. It's uncommitted. It, it was uncommitted. Yeah. Which is, was a pretty, we should get into this a little bit, Pat, coming up in this next hour, because this was a protest movement that largely sparked from the pro-Gaza, pro-Hamas side of yeah. the Democratic Party. Which doesn't give me a lot of hope for it, because no. they're not going to help anybody i want no and, to, and it's actually helped. it's going to create very bad incentives for yeah, joe biden it as is. well uh, but we should get into it that is. because i do yeah, think we'll talk about that coming up that is a long-term a long-term risk and i think there's something hidden in here pat that is a real warning to republicans looking forward to the general election a real yeah. real concern that i think right now is giving us maybe a false sense of security a little bit and yeah, if you and don't, that's a little dangerous. Yeah, it's it's a problem. A dangerous, and if it's, I don't know how to address it at this point, but it is going to be something that is going to concern everybody going into November. In Michigan, they were concerned that the uncommitted vote might total a hundred or even a hundred and fifty thousand. I don't know where it wound up, but it was it was headed that way. My last uh, I saw was around eighty thousand. Eighty, yeah, give okay. or take. Mm-hmm. So that's it's a lot. significant. A lot more than they thought they were going to get. But again, it's because he's supporting Israel that it is this way. So it's not necessarily a good thing. The Glenn Beck Program.